0: What is your attitude toward exercise during the holidays? Is it, why bother, this is all a train wreck anyway, or is it, I have to pre-work off the calories I'm gonna burn or somewhere in the middle. Today on Graced Health, we are talking about ways to approach your exercise throughout the holidays. Now you can pick and choose which ones apply to you because you know I'm never gonna come, I shouldn't say never, very rarely will I come and say this is the way that you have to do things. But I do promise all of these offer grace and balance. Hi there, I'm Amy Connell. Welcome to the. W- welcome. That didn't sound very good, did it? Welcome to, to the Graced Health Podcast. This podcast is for women who want simple and grace filled ways to take care of themselves and age their bodies well. And of course, we enjoy a little chocolate in the process, especially during the holiday season. Now, if you've been with me a while, you may notice that I sw- tweaked that up just a little bit if you're paying attention. And that is I have added in the word simple to things. I was recently at a speaker conference and talking to people and the feedback I kept getting, excuse me, the feedback I kept hearing was you just make it so simple. And in fact, I am not proud of this. But it was a small it was a smaller conference. It was very intimate. But we had it was toward the very end of the conference. And we had just a few minutes. And so the moderator said, Okay, just stand up, stretch your legs, we have about two minutes, just kind of move around, but we don't have time for like a full break. And people were just kind of standing up and wiggling around. And it you guys, you know what I did? I went to the person in charge who put on the entire event. And I said, "Um, can I have the microphone for just a minute? I want to show some I want to show you guys just a really quick and simple thing to do to stretch your hip flexors because we've been sitting so long." Yeah. I was that girl. <laughs> I took the microphone from the event planner, you guys. I was so ashamed later. You know, you sometimes we do things and we go back later and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. And later I had, I apologized to her. I said, I'm so sorry. I like, I took the microphone from you and she was so gracious about it. And she said, no, it was great. You really do make these things simple. So anyway, all of that to say, out of all of this, I have realized that that really is, even though it's a word that's in my vocabulary, it's not something I ever was able to articulate, but that is such a purpose and a mission of mine is to make it simple, because there's a lot of information out there. And it's confusing, and it's overwhelming, and it's conflicting sometimes. And I just want to make it simple for you. So anyway, this is for women who want simple and grace filled ways to take care of themselves and age their bodies well. Okay, so let's focus back on the podcast. That's story time is over. Uh, We have a tendency to take these six weeks, or maybe a little bit more between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we kind of categorize them. And we treat the whole six weeks as this is what I'm going to do. So like I kind of said in the intro, sometimes we're like, well, it's all a train wreck. None of it works anyway. Um, I might as well just eat whatever I want and not exercise. And I've even heard some people say, well, I'm just going to gain as much weight so that way I can lose more come January, which if that's how you want to do it, then okay. But that is not how I want to do it because I do not lose weight easily or well, and I'm not that disciplined. So that is not how I want to, that is not how I want to approach uh, those six weeks. I will tell you my personal History, I guess, with the season is I tend to keep it together pretty well from an exercise standpoint. I just, I like moving my body. I like the way it feels. I like, um, I like all the things of that. But man, nutrition, whoo, that's another story. I normally do okay until like a couple days before Christmas Eve. And then my family, we have like a big Christmas Eve celebration. Like that's our thing. And it starts there. And within about 10 days, it is a, it is a mess. And I am a hot mess nutritionally, like we have leftover fudge, and we have left all kinds of leftover desserts and just foods and all of that kind of stuff. But that's not what I'm talking about today. Today, I want to talk about exercise, because sometimes that can even get to be a little too much like, I've been doing this and I don't have time because my kids have Christmas concerts and then there's the Thanksgiving meal that's at 12 o'clock on a Friday and there's this and there's that and I just can't even get it all in and it gets overwhelming and so I hear a lot of times people go like, you know what, I'm out. So whether or not that is you or you tend to be on the more of the other side, I want to take things I hear people say or things I've done and just have a really honest look and a balance look at our exercise. So today I have 10 things for you to consider as you approach the holidays in terms of your exercise. I probably should have figured out a better way to say that, but this is what happens when I go off the top of my head with some of the stuff. Okay. So the first thing is, do not, please, 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 like if you stop this podcast after this, please just remember this one thing. Do not punish or Pre-punish your body for the choices you made or will make, and what do I mean by that? I mean that say you're gonna go. It's you've got like a super fun holiday party, and you know that you're gonna enjoy the appetizers, and you're gonna enjoy if they've got spirits there, and there's great desserts, uh, and all all of this. Like my former neighbor used to throw the most amazing holiday parties, and I knew, I knew. That I was just going to consume too much over there. Uh, She just makes the best food. But anyway, if you have one of those parties, please, please, please do not get up on Friday morning and go, you know what? I'm going to have a whole lot. And so I am going to work my tail off today and I'm going to spend two hours in the gym, and I'm going to work extra hard and lift f- extra weight and jump as high as I can or run as fast as I can or whatever that it looks like to you. Because you know what that's going to look like, you know what your evening's going to look like. And this is why I say that if you have had one of those nights and you wake up the next morning, you're like, Oh, my gosh, I ate way too much brie, or whatever it is, I got to go work that off. Then you wake up, and maybe you haven't slept well, or maybe you've had a couple drinks or you know, whatever it is. And then you're like, I got to work, go work all of this off. And then again, you spend two hours or three hours or whatever in the gym, trying to work that off. This is the deal. As we get older, our body desperately needs to have recovery. And it needs to have the right things in place in order for our body to do what it needs to do. And when you don't have the your workouts and your evenings or your events kind of in a more balanced state, then you're setting yourself up for injury. You're setting yourself up to be dehydrated. Uh, you're setting yourself up for your muscles not to be able to recover the way that they need to recover because they have either been sleep deprived or they haven't had the right fuel or, um, you know, if if there's been one too many glasses of wine, that impacts things. And so you're really punishing your body if you decide that, okay, I got to go work all of this off, and you lump that all in to a two hour session at the gym, and I'm saying two hours, I really what I mean is when if, if it's significantly more than what you normally do, two hours for me, I don't no, just no. I'm I'm like a 30 minute kind of girl anymore. But anyway, when I was in 4th grade, I had stick with me here. I know this is a really weird transition, but when I was in 4th grade, I had this teacher. I don't remember her name, but I remember that I really really liked her. One of the things that I really liked about her in my 10-year-old 4th grade mind is I said you know, when someone gets in trouble, she just gets on to that person and she doesn't get on to all of us because I was the rule follower and I was always the one who wanted the teacher's approval. So I wasn't really getting in trouble much. And it always drove me crazy when these teachers would get onto the whole class when it was like one or two kids. And so that was something that now I can articulate that I really respected about her leadership style was that she just got on to one child rather than the whole class. I'm not sure this is going to make sense to you guys. It does in my head. I hope it does to you. But if you go out and you are grabbing the appetizer and grabbing the dessert and grabbing this and grabbing that, that is your brain acting up. That is not your whole body. So do not go punishing your whole body for the choices that your brain makes. I feel like I'm belaboring this point. But please just don't just don't punish your body. It doesn't deserve punishment. It really doesn't. Maybe your brain does, but your body doesn't. Okay, number two, this is kind of on the other end of the spectrum, something is better than nothing. Like I said earlier, sometimes we look at this and go, ah, it's all a train wreck. I'm just not even going to bother. Well, actually, you know, the science is out there and the studies are out there that just getting out there and doing something for 10 minutes is, can really be impactful. And it offers a lot more benefits than you think it does, especially if you're like me, and you grew up in the era of, I got to go to the gym, and I'm going to do a fitness class. And that's going to be 55 minutes. And if it's anything less than 55 minutes, then I've been shortchanged. And I don't want it. I want to get the full workout in and blah, 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 all of that kind of stuff. So it's something is better 10 minutes, just do 10 minutes. I promise it will have a greater impact on you and effect than you think it does. And it's something that probably you have 10 minutes to do. If you're like me, just get off Instagram for about 10 minutes. Number three. So consider changing your routine for three to four weeks. Now say you are a boot camp girl, and you love going to boot camp and doing that. I have found whenever I just totally do a pivot and change what I'm doing, I all of a sudden get excited about things. And I am ready to go try something new and to do the new thing. A couple years ago, I took off all of the month of June. And I said, Okay, I'm not doing anything. I'm not walking. I'm not running. I'm not doing jump squats. I'm not I'm not not doing anything except yoga. And that was so fun for me. And it was a great break in my mind uh, to be able to do something different to follow I think I subscribed to some app or something like that. And so just switching it up a little bit might give you a little bit of freedom and excitement in your in your workouts. Now, if you need a little more convincing, there is actually some science behind this, there is a principle of specificity, you guys, I this I had to re-record this because I got so jumbled up in my tongue, I couldn't even say it. But it's basically it's also known as the specific adaptation to impose demands. But basically, that says the body adapts to the specific demands that are placed on it, which is why it's so important to mix up your workout. So if you're wanting something where you can actually get a little bit more benefits to moving, then try something different because your body gets really efficient in doing what it is that it's always doing. Okay, I got to get going here if I'm going to get you in and out of here in 20 minutes. Number four, what is your goal? Kind of think about a goal. I'm not saying you have to have this crazy, difficult goal to reach. But maybe it is you know what, I just want to stay in maintenance mode. You don't have to work harder, or go faster, or longer, or push more or whatever. Like don't fall victim to all of the memes on Instagram, it is okay if you stay in maintenance mode. I'm telling you, it's okay. Just keep moving. Just keep doing something. Number five, if you have a hard time getting those workouts in, because again, I know, I mean, not only do we have holiday events, but we've got end of semester stuff and talent shows and just all the things it's hard to get your workout in. So at the beginning of the week, look ahead what's on your calendar, and then go in there before it gets filled up by other things. Schedule those workouts in. I know that this is kind of just like a general thing about working out. But I think it's something to remember. And if you are really wanting to either stay in your maintenance mode, or just stay working out, scheduling that in holds you accountable to that, even if it's just looking at it, and it's just you're the only one. And remember, a short workout is totally fine. You can get a really great cardiovascular workout in in 20 minutes, maybe 25. I if you listen to the episode on HIT, H I I H I I T, I gave you one. Go to um gracedhealth.com slash resources to get one sent directly to you. But I mean Look, it doesn't have to be a long time, just get something in schedule that workout in for 25 minutes in a 30 minute block, and then you'll have five extra minutes. Yay. (laughs) Number six, if you need a little bit of accountability, or if you're wanting a little bit of accountability, then consider writing off a checklist of all of your things to do so you know maybe you are wanting to make sure that you eat so many vegetables or drink so many glasses of water or exercise a certain amount of time or um a certain frequency over the week. Writing all of that stuff down can and checking that box, there's just something so fulfilling about it and really will give you that motivation to keep going. Now if you don't have a checklist, I actually have one that I made for you that you can download for free. Yeah. Um, And the other thing that I have on there is I have blanks for you to put your own thing in. So I've got quiet time or meditation in there. And I have different things with food. And maybe you just want to check off the exercise for the day. And you don't want to worry about eating three to five servings of produce a day. And that's okay. That's okay. Use it how it works for you. Uh, I have little blanks on there. And during the spring, I, I write honey in because I try and take honey to help with my allergies. So I'm not sniffing while I'm doing podcasts. But anyway, use a checklist, mark it off, see if that helps account or helps keep you accountability. Which leads me to number seven, Get an accountability partner. Again, depending on what your goal is, if you're really wanting to stay in, then reach out to someone. You don't even have to do anything with them, but just say, hey, would you check in with me and make sure that I am doing fill in the blank, making sure that I'm working out, making sure that I'm um, drinking my water or you know throwing some spinach into my smoothies or whatever because really and truly having those people to that you know you're like ooh she's going to be calling me i better get this done or sometimes it's just hey, get up off your butt and go get in the gym. I've actually, I have, I'm going to have a whole nother podcast, but I have this particular friend who I have this really fun relationship with. And uh, we'll do that. And I'm like, I've got to work out, tell me to go work out. And so we'll kind of talk through that. And then she's like, okay, now shut up, go get in the gym. So anyway, find an accountability partner. That's a really good one. Number eight. Now, maybe you have not really been moving a lot. And you're sitting here and you're thinking, okay, January, I'm in I'm getting in. And I'm a little nervous about going to the gym, or I'm a little uneasy about stepping into a group fitness class or getting on the streets or whatever it is. But I'm going to do this. So here's another little approach. I call it get in shape to get in shape, which means Ease yourself back into it. We have, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about this on a bonus episode right before the new year. But we, for some for some reason, feel like we have to go all in, like game on, blow it all out of the water on January 1st or January 2nd or whatever that day is. And it doesn't have to be that way. So maybe take a few weeks during December and start moving your body a little bit, kind of wake up those muscles. Remind them that they can move, remind them that they can be strong. And that way when you walk in or you start in January, then you're feeling more confident. And you may feel like, okay, this is I know I can do this now. And so it just gives you that confidence and the empowerment to do whatever it is that you're wanting to do to take that next step. Number nine, this is a trick. So let me tell you what it is first. It is get together with friends on a walk or a hike, if you're lucky enough to go somewhere where you can go for a hike, rather than a meal or drinks. Many, many years ago, before I had kids, I had a friend who, uh, whose parents lived in the city that I lived in, and she, would, she moved. And then anytime she came back, she said, hey, Amy, I'm in town. Let's go for a walk. And that was just a really natural way for me to do things and to get together with people. I'm like, yeah, sure, that's fine. And so we did this several times and she <laughs> she finally confessed. She said, well, I have finally realized that if I will go for a walk with a friend rather than going out to dinner with them, like it's a total calorie swing and it's so much better for me and I enjoy it so much. And that approach has stuck with me for 20 years or 21 years or however long it's been, because sometimes we get in our heads like, oh, I need to catch up with you. Let's go get a drink or let's go get coffee or let's go, get, you know, go out to dinner or whatever it is. But you can actually catch up really well, like side by side on the streets. I'm a huge believer in investing that time on the s- sidewalks uh, in your relationship. And then final one, number 10, have a goal. So a few years ago, my younger son and I, he likes to run, my older one not so much, but my my younger one does enjoy running. We had a goal, and that goal was going to be on January 1st, we were running a 5K together. Now, I was running enough at the time that a 5K, which is 3.1 miles, wasn't going to be a whole lot of a challenge for me. So what I did was train, I wanted to train for speed. I wanted to see how fast I could run that 5K. I spent November and December, really training hard for that. And it was a great experience. And of course, I ran as fast as I could run. And he just like was running because he was, I don't know, 11 or 12 years old. And he was all fine. We ran at the same pace. But it was it really kept me making good choices. Because if I knew I had to be getting up at six o'clock in the morning and running, then I wouldn't eat the brie or the tiramisu or the fudge or whatever, because I knew that it wouldn't fuel me well, and I wouldn't feel well. So if you're wanting that really higher level of accountability, or uh, something to work for, consider having a goal, probably the city you're in, if they have races, they probably have a New Year's race because runners are kind of crazy people sometimes. And I can say that because I'm a runner. So check that check around, you know, that might be a fantastic way. And you don't even have to run the race, you can walk it, just go get out in that environment and enjoy it. Now I'm going to give you a bonus tip that is not exercise related. And I so wish I could remember the source from which I got this. But it has really helped me and that is stay six feet away from your temptation at parties. This has nothing to do with exercise, but it's something I learned. And so I want to pass it on to you. The studies or the science is if what you are, just say you really love fudge, And I'll say that because I love fudge. You're going to be a lot more likely to reach over and grab a piece of fudge and pop it in your mouth if it's within arm's distance or really close. If you are six feet away from it or more, you're not going to go over there as much because it just takes effort to take a few steps over and it's just a lot easier. So this is something I've been trying to implement. I mean, the reality is oftentimes at parties and at holiday parties, we all gather around the table. And and I love that. And I love that atmosphere of it. And there's nothing wrong with it. But if you are really having a temptation, a temptation that you are wanting to stay away from, there's my little extra bonus tip. Okay, so let's recap really quickly. And then I'm going to give you one simple thing to remember from this episode. So the recap, number one, do not punish or pre punish your body for the choices you made or will make. Number two, something is better than nothing. Number three, consider changing your routine for three to four weeks. The science says this will even make you better. Number four, what is your goal? Be realistic and maintenance mode is fine. It is okay. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Number five, schedule in your workouts. It can be short. That is okay. Don't forget to get your hit workout on uh, my website, gracedhealth.com slash resources. Number six, checklist, check off when you work out, check off all the things and you can get that at the same um, on the same tab at the resources tab at graced health. Number seven, get an accountability partner. Number eight, consider getting in shape to get in shape. Number nine, you want to get together with friends, get together and go on a walk or go on a hike if you're lucky enough. Number 10, have a goal. Maybe it's a 5k, maybe it's something else, but have something that you're working toward. Now the one simple thing to remember is the very first thing I said, please, please, please do not punish your body. It's not going to be very happy with you. It's not your body's fault, you guys, it's your brain. And I'm saying this because this is my issue. It's my brain's fault for saying, Oh, yeah, it's all good. Okay, next episode I'm actually speaking with a friend of mine who has been forced to change up her workouts during the holidays. I'm interviewing my friend, Sherry Fletcher, who is an avid runner and exerciser as she prepares to go into surgery for a torn ACL. Hey, I know I mentioned this earlier, but make sure you go to the resources tab at gracedhealth.com. I've been adding all kinds of freebies there just to help you find your own simple and balanced health. I have that hip video I was talking about about the checklist I was talking about. I have recipes of my family's favorite grab and go breakfast. Um, and if you're wanting a little Jesus in your health, I created a one page reference of scriptures to pray over your health to for you to keep handy when you are feeling all the things and maybe not feeling super great about things. So uh, make sure you go check that out. Also, if you have listened to a few of these episodes and like them, would you please go uh, rate and or review over on Apple iTunes, that kind of stuff makes such a difference to the algorithms. And I really appreciate it when you do that. And thank you to those of you who have done it already. Okay, that is all for today. Now go out there and have a great day.